Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, today we're talking about the law of God. And if you can read that underneath, it says strength and courage. Strength and courage. The law of God. Strength and courage. When I think about the law of God, I think about his word that Every word he spoken became law. You know? When he said, let there be light, boom! Light. When he said, let there be water and seas and fish, it became law. It had to obey. Amen? It was law. It was the law. And when we look at God's word and who God is, just like for an example, everybody know Daniel, right? In the lion's den. If you don't know that story, get the book of Daniel, read it. Amen. But I'm just, just Daniel. There was a, there was going on where a time where the king was tricked and he told and, and these, uh, the, the these uh, prophets or whoever they now want to think they were prophets, they were his advisors. And they were telling him, listen, King, you should make a law that says that everybody should just worship you. And see, the thing with Daniel, Daniel worshiped God, and Daniel only worshiped God, okay? And so he would pray every day. But the advisors said, King, they should only worship you. They should only pray to you every day. But this is something Daniel did was pray to God in his window for everybody to see. And he did not stop. He kept praying in that window. But the king said, there's a law out that says you can't pray but to the king. But God's law was what Daniel was following. And so when they saw him, they caught him, and the king was hurt because he really liked Daniel. But the king had to go abide by his law. When he said it had to be law, and he could not change it at the time. He couldn't do it. So Daniel had to go into the lion's den. And the law was is that if you disobey this law, you get thrown into a den of lions and you get eaten, eaten up. Amen? Amen. But he served a God that law was above the king's law. So when Daniel was down there and the lions were looking and they were hungry, they had to obey another law. That is the law of God. No matter how hungry they were, no matter how much they licked their chops, they had to obey God's law when he spoke and said, shut your mouth, lion. They had to obey. I'm acting like I'm getting to the end of my, this is just the beginning of the message. I'm not closing yet. <laughs> Amen. But I just wanted to use an example of how God's law overrides all laws. Yeah. Yes, the law of God, strength and courage. We're going to be uh, staying focused in the book of Joshua. Uh, so get the book of Joshua and turn to, uh, stay in chapter 1 in the book of Joshua. Amen. And so... It is recorded. I just want to do a little history for you about Joshua, okay? It's a record of God's faithfulness. The book of Joshua is a record of God's faithfulness. 
and fulfilling his covenant promises of giving over the land of Canaan, a word was spoken to Joshua on how he will become victorious. Okay? So the book of Joshua is an example and is a recording of God's faithfulness to his people. Of when God speaks, he's faithful to what his word says. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. He's faithful to what he says. And, 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 and he wants, to, and in the book of Joshua, he's showing you how he fulfills his covenant. No matter what it looks like. God is going to fulfill his promise because it is law when it comes out of his mouth. It's law. Just like the king had to obey his law with Daniel, God will obey his law when he spoke. Amen? Amen. Over our life, his promises becomes law. Just like the law of gravity. It becomes law. Amen? Amen. Now, understand how this fulfills the New Testament. Now, if you didn't know that Joshua's name in Hebrew is, uh, let me see. Okay, I said that already. I missed that. Now, Joshua means in Hebrew, ye, uh, baby, I had this right at home. Yeah, Joshua. Yeshua. Yeshua. All right. Now, his name is equivalent to the name of Jesus. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that Joshua was like Jesus, but I'm saying that his name represented the same name that Jesus represented yeah. in Hebrew. And the name means salvation. Yeah. And what Joshua was, he was the salvation for the people of Israel to take over the land of Canaan, which God had promised them. He said, I will give you the power and the strength to take over this land of Canaan filled with sin. Yeah. Canaan was not just this just joker place to take over. I mean, they had fortified walls. Uh, they had giants. They had people. They had armies. They had soldiers. This was not just one little town. This was the land of Canaan with many kings. And he was saying, take a little bit of your Israel. And he was saying, Joshua, I'm going to give you the strength and the encouragement to take you. The land which I have promised to you because God's word is law. It's law. It's law. So Joshua is foreshadowing of what Jesus is today. And that is a leader who will bring many sons to glory. Joshua brought the city of Israel, many people to a land of glory and he stretched them out no matter what they faced, they experienced glory after glory after glory. Jesus is here and he's in us today and he wants to live in us today and he wants to lead us daily every day of your life. Every day of your life he wants to lead you to a place of glory yes. to glory yes. to glory. Yes. He wants to be your leader. Just like Joshua led Israel. So there's a few words that Jesus says. He says, he says, strength, he says, strong and courage. He repeats this three times between Joshua 1, 3 through 9. He says that to Joshua three times. Strength and courage. Strength and courage. 
strength and courage. So what does it mean to be strong? Obviously, God has meant it to be of some importance to Joshua. Why would he say it three times within the three, three, four, five verses? So let's look up the word strong. Strong is having, showing, or able to exert great bodily or muscular power, physically vigorous, okay? Or robust, amen? So, robust, amen. Thank you, teacher. I think that was a teacher. Vigorous? Physically vigorous, amen? So, listen. What that is saying is that when you're strong and you're vigorous, for God, that means you're ready to serve. When God was telling Joshua to be strong, he was like, be ready to serve me no matter what you face in your life. There are so many things that need to get done, saints. There are so many people that are lost and that are hurting and that are dying. And it's time for us to be strong. It is time for us to be strong and jump in and serve God. It's time for us to serve God no matter where we are, no matter what time it is, no matter what place we go, no matter what store we walk into, we must have a mindset to be strong and ready to serve God at the drop of a hat. We can't get to a place where we're so busy shopping in the store, looking at clothes. Your first mindset, yes, I'm going to get me a shirt. But my first mindset is to serve God when I walk into the store. So therefore, if somebody bump me, step on my shoe, look at me funny, I'm going to give a smile and show them love and kindness. Because my first duty is to be strong and serve God. And if I see somebody weak in the store, and something has touched my heart, I will not be so focused on the shirt that I'm looking at, but God be the glory and let me turn to that person in need and say a word of encouragement to that person. Because the first thing I want to do is be strong in serving God. Are you with me? He said this three times, strong and be encouraged. So let's look at what Courage is. Courage. You know, I never really looked up the word courage. I always just say, yeah, it's bravery, you know. But when I really looked it up, I said, it says the quality of mind. You see that? The quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain without fear. Specifically says without fear. Some of us can be facing difficulties and facing danger and facing pain. We got all types of fear. That's not courage. We could be going through some things. We could be going through it. But the question is, how are you going to go through those things? Are you going to go through them with courage, without fear, or are you going to have fear and be moping and doping? Come on now. Courage says. There's a quality of mind. The quality of mind has to come from something great and something powerful. That means your whole mindset got to be different. When you're facing difficulties and you're facing danger and you're facing pain in your life, 
That means there's a quality of mind. That means your mind is qualified to face all the difficulty, danger, and pain without fear. So what makes our mind qualified to go through so much pain and suffering at times? Joshua was given a word from God Almighty, and the word was courage, which means that I'm going to give you the quality of mind, the mindset to go through whatever you're facing in life. I'm going to put it in your mind. I'm going to give you the mindset to overcome. I'm going to give you the mindset to take it, to be beaten sometimes, but still rise up. Because the quality of mind is different. Quality of mind. So let's get into this word. Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. It says, Every place. We're in chapter 1, starting at verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread, upon I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness in Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Ephraim, Euphrates. All the land of the Hittites, Hittites, and to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. He says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread, upon I have given you. Now, I want you to understand that every word that God has given to a prophet or uh, to a person in the word of God, I want you to understand is that word still stands today. That if he gave it to Joshua, will he not give it to me as well? If he said in the New Testament, greater work shall I do, if he did it for Joshua, where every foot that he tread, it will be given unto him, that every territory will be his, will he not do the same for us saints? Wherever you go, Joshua had this in his mind. Wherever I go, God is with me. And wherever my foot would tread, God is going to take over. See, listen. Canaan was dealing with a lot. They had a lot of sin and a, and a lot was going on. And so, Joshua had the mindset, wherever I go into, God is going to be with me. And so therefore, when I step onto the battlefield, I'm not stepping on by myself. When you're in your home or when you're at your job, you're not stepping outside when you come out of your home alone. You're stepping out with the God Almighty, powerful, strong in battle. You must see, you gotta get that in your mindset. Because some of us, some of us can walk into some things not even thinking right, not even having the quality of mind to understand who you're working with. Do you know that God is with you and that everywhere you go and everywhere you tread, God the Almighty is hovering over you. Saying, 
your territory. This is your territory. That is yours everywhere you step. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, he goes on to say, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. No man. Some of, some of us are facing some people. Some of us are facing some people on our jobs. Some of us are facing some objects and some difficulties and some pain and some things and some things. God says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. If he said it for Joshua, will he not do it for me as well? Everywhere I go on my job, no matter how high the boss is, no matter what they say, you're not going to be able to do this. If God says it, it will be so. Some of us are afraid to start and do things and to go out and serve and, and, and to be bold and, and to take things and, and, and to and be encouraged. Stop being with fear. God says no man shall be able to stand before you. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. How many people? Now I'm talking about the older saints in here now. How many men you ran into that said you'll never be nothing? Oh, some of us, some of us, wait a minute, some of us have faced that now. Woman, man, whoever said you'll never be nothing, you'll never amount to anything, you'll never overcome. Amen? Amen. But the word of God, which is God's law, says no man shall be able to. goes on, the guy goes on to say, so I will be with you. He said, I will be with you. He says, I will not forsake you. Amen. He says, I will not forsake you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. No matter what you've done in your past. God says, I won't leave you nor forsake you. No matter how far gone you think you are. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Some of us feel that we've gone too far. Some of us feel that because I don't know God, I haven't researched, I, I don't really, I haven't really consulted with God. God is saying, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Some of us are just holding on to God by the thread, and you know you need to do more, but God is saying, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Come on up and get some more of what I got for you. Some of us are stuck in a status, and God wants to do so much more, and you're doing okay at your status, but if you want to excel, it's time for you to grab on God even more, because he said, Forsake you? Do you believe the word of God today? You're afraid to step in the ministry. You're afraid to serve. You're afraid to step out on some of the business ideas God has given you. Step forward. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
Yes, there will be difficulties down the road. Yes, you might face some things that might come against you and say that you can't do it. There might be some laws in the air and the government that might say you can't move forward. But God says, I will not leave you, no, but here's a law changer. Whatever law man has placed, God can override it. I'm talking about God's law. I'm not talking about man's law. I'm not talking about the government. I'm not talking about Obama. I'm talking about God's law. See, in verse 6, he told them to be strong and be encouraged. And then again, in verse 7, he says, only, only, only. He's not adding enough to this. He says, only be strong. And very courageous. What he was telling Joshua is be strong in what you're doing for me. Be strong in what you're doing for me. And then he's saying, have the quality of mind that I'm with you wherever you go. Have the quality of mind that yes, you're going to face some difficulties. You're going to face some pain. You're going to face some suffering. Things are going to come against you. But have the quality of mind and know who you are. Be courageous in what you are doing. Only be strong and very courageous. He didn't say only be strong and courageous with a little bit of fear. With a little bit of depression. With a little bit of worry. He said only be strong and very courageous. Some of us want to add depression to this. Don't do it. Don't do that. Some of us want to add a little worry. Well, 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 stop saying well and just say yes. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. God is saying observe the law. That means keep watching. Look at it. Keep a look at it. Observe it. You ever observed something before? If you observe something, that means you're trying to get it. Huh? If you're observing something, that means you're trying to understand it. You're trying to find out the system. You're trying to find out how it works. So therefore, it can benefit your life. Whatever you observe is what you want to apply it to your life so it can be used to the betterment of what you're trying to do. Amen? So what God is saying, be strong and courageous that you may observe to do according to the law. What God is saying, observe the way you need to be righteous. Keep observing on how to follow after God. Keep observing the law that God has given you. See, what the enemy wants to do, he wants to come in and rip out the law of God out of your heart. He wants to come in and rip out the law of God out of your soul. So he piles up all of this stuff in your mind and builds hatred and pain and anger for so-and-so and all this stuff. He builds it up because he's trying to rip out the law of God. He's trying to get you not to observe the law of God. He's trying to get you not to observe what is right. So he's causing all these distractions. Hey, I'm over here. Don't look at the word. Look at me. Don't look at the word. I'm over here. You need to do this and do that and do that. Yeah. 
And so many times we're not in the word of God like we should. Amen. Amen. Oh, some of us are not in the word of God like we should on a daily basis through the week, meditating, studying the word of God. And therefore, you can't observe the word of God. Why? Because you're not reading it. Right. How can you observe what you don't read? How can you change if you don't observe it? If you, if, if, if any player or basketball player or anybody, they're going to observe the greatest. Why? Because they want to be the greatest. So if I want to be the greatest in my life, to change my life to be righteous, let me look at the man who never seen him. Jesus Christ. And he said, don't. He said, do not turn the right from, from it to the right hand or to the left hand. Which, what he's saying is, don't be right for a little while and then your left hand doing all kind of sin. What is that? What is that? That's like telling my wife, honey, I love you and behind my back I'm crossing my fingers. That's terrible. Saying it with my mouth and then with my hands, I'm doing something else. Saying I love somebody, oh, I love, I'm a Christian, I love, but then I turn around and do all kinds of stuff. That's not love. It says not turn from it to the right hand or to the left hand that you may prosper wherever you go. You can't prosper when you're switching hands. Doing good with this hand, but then this hand is doing that, this hand is doing... Both hands need to do right. Amen. Both hands need to do right. Wherever you go. Joshua 1 and 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. He's saying, whatever I'm placing in you right now, the law that I'm putting in you, it shall not leave your mouth. Amen. It shall not turn away from your mouth. When I'm speaking to you, it will not leave. It will stay there. It will be in your mouth. So when you speak, you are speaking the law of God. And it says, you shall meditate it on it day and night. Think about this thing. You got to think about it daily. You got to think about it, get it in you, get an understanding of it, allow God to work in you, allow God to move in you. Meditate on what you are doing. Do you see those shows that sometimes they sit back and they're mad? What are they looking for? They're trying to find some kind of peace. They're trying to find some kind of direction. What? What? God said, meditate on what I'm giving you day and night that you may observe it according to all that is written so you may become prosperous. God says, if you meditate on my word, you're going to excel. You're going to become something great. You're going to become something powerful. Ooh, Jesus is good. If he said it for Joshua, I know he said it for me. He says, for then you will make, he says, then you will make your way prosperous. He says, you will make your way prosperous. Yes, when you start meditating on God, yes, sir. 
See, see, pain and, 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 and afflictions and difficulties gonna attack you sometimes. But when you meditate on God daily, you begin to make your way prosperous. Because when you meditate on God, all of that difficulties and pain and that sin has to bow down to what you're meditating on. Because the law of God is stronger than all that stuff. It's stronger than your pain. It's stronger than the walls in your life. It's stronger than your difficulties. So when you begin to meditate on God day and night, you begin to force your way and make your way prosperous for the will of God. And he says, then you will have good success. Some of us wondering why we don't have success in our life. Some of us wondering why we can't change. Some of us worrying why we can't get over depression. Some of us worrying why we can't get over worrying all the time. Some of us worrying why we can't excel in business, can't excel in this, because you're running around doing everything else and you're not meditating on the word of God. But when you sit your tail down and you begin to meditate on God and say, God, help me, move me, work in me, and read the word of God, you begin to make your way prosperous. All the walls begin to fall. All the objects begin to move out the way. Everything that is trying to stop you has to bow down and give you the ability to step over. Why? Because you made your way. Because you meditated day and night on the will of God. He was telling Joshua, what you need, man, if you're willing to take over the land of Canaan, all of these kings and all of these people, all of these soldiers, all of this mighty stuff, you better meditate on me because I'm going to give you the power and the ability to make the way. That's why the walls came tumbling down because Joshua was meditating. been telling them all the time. He says, have I not commanded? It's a commandment. He says, have I not commanded you? He's asking Joshua a question because he knows Joshua's getting ready to face some stuff. He knows Joshua's getting ready to face some strong things and some high walls. And he's saying, have I not commanded you? Just in case you forget, I'm going to you again have I not commanded you be strong and a good courage meaning that you're going to jump in this thing but be strong in your service towards me don't go in and half stepping some of us are doing ministry half stepping some of us are living the life of Christ halfly not strongly we're living the God life and we're living, trying to live a Christian life, and we're living it with weakness. But God says, be strong when you're living for me. Be strong when you say you're living for me. Be strong when you claim in my name. There are, what's happening to the Christian nation is that too many people are claiming Christianity, and they are not strong, and they're not walking strong in the word of God, and they're walking weakly, and they're walking unhumbly, and what is happening, they're finding themselves falling, and when they fall, it's effect over the whole Christian nation. But God is looking for somebody says, have I commanded you? God is asking us the question today. Have I not commanded you? Have I not commanded you, 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 to be strong 
and living for me to be strong and walking in the will of God to be strong and living right, talking right, speaking right, loving right. Oh, Are you strong in that? If you're not, you need to pray and ask God make me strong in how I live for you. He said, be strong and good courage. He said, I don't want no weak courage. I want you to have some good courage. I want you to have some good quality of mind. Because guess what? You can get some quality of mind from a lot of different people. You can get some quality of mind from the television, from the government, from what they pushing on the radio. And you can say that's quality of mind. God says be good courage, meaning courage, meaning quality of mind. You need some God courage. You need some quality of mind on what God is saying in his word. Don't take my word for it. Y'all remember reading Rainbow? Reading Rainbow, reading. Y'all remember that? He said, reading Rainbow said, don't take my word for it. Get the book. the law of God. He says do not be afraid nor be dismayed. He says for the Lord your God is with you again I say wherever you go wherever you go if we hit the streets, if we're in a store God says wherever you go I'm taking over. Wherever you go I'm taking my stand. Wherever you go I'm showing who I am. Wherever you go I'm going to show my life wherever you go Wherever you go, God is saying, I'm, be, I'm there. Be good and be of good courage. Have the quality of mind that God is giving you. And walk tall and know that the law of God overrides every law. Everything, every negativity, every negativity that has been put in your life, God's law overrides it all. So whatever your daddy said to you, Mm-mm. You got to turn back and say, God's law override that. Whatever your negativity your mama said to you, say, no, 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 no. God's law overrides that. Because Proverbs tell us life and death is in the power of the tongue. So when you speak in life, oh, you got to speak life every day. Because every day, you Satan. Satan is speaking over your life. Oh, God, have mercy on that just came to me. Satan is speaking over your life right now. He is speaking and saying you'll never be nothing. He is speaking that you'll never overcome addiction. He is speaking you'll never overcome that alcohol, those drugs, homosexuality. He is speaking over these kids' life. He is speaking over our life. He is speaking over your marriage. He is saying your marriage can't make it. He is saying your relationships can't make it. It's time for you today to get some quality of mind to be of good courage and that's God. Know what your word says. Your word says wherever I go, I can take it over. Wherever I stand is my territory. So speak life over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. With nobody else is around you. When everybody else has failed you. God's law overrides it all. 
and courage yourself in Jesus Christ. Let us stand.